Welcome to the Spiritual War Network with Christopher Jossar. He's a two-time number one best-selling author, ladies and gentlemen, and he's been around a few blocks in life as a 19-time award-winning writer, editor, and communications pro who's also trained our nation's top educators. And by the way, he's even wrestled the devil on Main Street. Here is America's voice for the voiceless, Christopher Jossar. Welcome, fellow soldiers of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, and citizens around the globe looking for something authentic, something joyous, something better. Blessed, so blessed to be America's voice for the voiceless and to spend the next half hour with you like we do each week on True Day Tuesdays via the nation's only network devoted to what the heck is really going on. The Spiritual War Network, tracking the real battles of your life. The pleasure's all mine. Christopher Jossard here. Yes, one of Jesus Christ's humble warriors. I've been blessed to lead people of all walks, all colors, all backgrounds to better lives as a longtime college educator and communications pro. May the glory be our Lord's from all those years of shining light on others so they can live better. This is now my calling, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in the trenches of the spiritual war battlefield to extend humanity. What is your calling? Jesus has the answer. You see, this podcast is about you. Is your voice being heard? Drop me a line at mytrueday.com. That's M-Y-T-R-U-E-D-A-Y.com. www.mytrueday.com. We'll let your voice be heard because no one deserves to be silenced, yet half of this country is silenced every day by the communist regime called the big government of the United States suppressing free speech with big tech companies, social media, big online retailers, corporate America, 50% of this country is being silenced. Why? What are they afraid of? We've asked that question many times. Just keep listening to the Spiritual War Network and more importantly, the Word of God, and it all makes sense and you feel good. This week, we're in part 404, our final conversation as part of this urgent series on stopping hypocrisy and saving America, at least for a while. This new legislation we've been talking about the past few weeks is the only way to clean up the United States of America and restore its integrity and beacon of freedom to aid the rest of the world, at least from my standpoint and those of my supporters and listeners, because I'm just a man. It's Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen, who's got the final say in everything, but he's calling me to do this, to be in the trenches where I take my bumps and my bruises and I take my joy along the way because I see people's lives transformed by getting away from the lies and the burdens of anxiety and depression on their shoulders. 
So again, drop me a line anytime at mytrueday.com. The conversations are rolling in. And also remember Media Man's Memoir, the number one bestseller two times over. Media Man's Memoir, Hayden Crime Inside America's Newsrooms. Wow. Check it out. It's turning some heads and it's more importantly leading people to an even greater book called The Holy Bible, which to this day, 3,000 years since it's was, well, basically since it was put together, can't say published, you know, it's been published and republished. And uh, my two versions are um, the New King James Version and the NIV Version, uh, New International Version. They're both good. They're both vetted. They're both real. And um, that's what Media Man's memoir is doing. It's leading people to the greater book and transforming lives. So going to paraphrase, kind of summarize three emails I got this past week from readers around the country who basically were saying, hey, thanks for Media Man's memoir. It really opened my eyes to basically what we're up against in these modern times. And it's all about our country being destroyed from inside, folks. Inside. You know, we're uh, at a, a crossroads where the enemy is, is in our driveway now. It's not necessarily in this part of the world or that part of the world. So look at your own household first, your friends, your workplace. So I'm going to dedicate our wisdom winners this week to three outstanding people. Kevin from Grand Rapids, Michigan, Tiffany in Lake Placid, New York, and Lamont from Decatur, Illinois. Kevin, Tiffany, and Lamont, thank you for bringing up that observation with Media Man's memoir because it leads right away to... This week's Wisdom Winners, found in Luke 12, 51 to 53. Stick with me on this. For Jesus said himself in Luke 12, 51 through 53. Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? Asked Jesus. I tell you, not at all but rather division. For from now on five and one house will be divided, three against two and two against three. Father will be divided against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. End quote of Luke 12, 51 through 53. Repeat, and then I'm going to break down a little bit. Begin, Jesus said, do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you not at all, but rather division. He's talking about the first time he came to earth and walked among his disciples and battled the evil Romans and got kicked back from all kinds of different people. You see, folks, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He automatically brings peace. What he's talking about here is the reaction to when he came. Therein lies the devil. Therein lies why we live in a spiritual war. People saw all the miracles and still didn't believe. People see all the great miracles that happen today and still don't believe. 
Yet they believe in the bad stuff that happens. Again, therein lies the devil. You see, folks, for every oil, there's water. For every chocolate, there's vanilla. You know, for every, whatever you want to say, ying, there's a yang. For every good, there's a bad. We have to live our lives understanding that. That's why the spiritual war is so simple, yet no one wants to talk about it. There's a good side and there's a bad side. Wisdom Winner 1, based on this verse, Luke 12, 51 through 53, which is just absolutely amazing. Jesus already knew these days would come. It happened when he walked on earth the first time, and it will be an immediate prelude again to his second coming, because leading up to his second coming, the devil has taken this division because there were doubters. Even when Jesus performed right in front of them, miracles, there were doubters. Well, that doubt has now boiled to a point where the devil takes advantage of it. The second part of this verse, when Jesus talks about division, son against son, or I'm sorry, son against father, father against son, basically he's talking about the division in the family. I mean, it could be father and daughter, son and mother too, but that's Jesus speaking about the division in families. Folks, it happens right in front of you. Look at the division you have amongst your friends, amongst your family members, amongst people you don't even know on social media. That is the devil at work. That is the division of this country. So Wisdom Winner 2 is just simply acknowledging the fact that the dark one, the devil himself, is leading the divide that Jesus said would occur. Because this nation has turned its back on God so much that it is now nearly irreversible. I don't mean to sound doom and gloomish. I'm the last person you'll ever. But I talk about reality. I talk about the truth. I don't sugarcoat anything like Madison Avenue does with its commercials on TV, telling everybody they're so great and they can overcome everything. They can't. You can't do anything in this world without Christ. Props to Neil Cavuto on Fox last week for basically stopping cold in his afternoon broadcast. I mean, you could tell he was just frustrated and he had enough and he stopped cold and said, everything going on right now in this country and in the world is because we have turned away from God. Amen. It's that simple. Folks, it's really that simple. It's not as complex as a police officer kneeling on the back of a person's head or neck. It's not as complex as cities burning to the ground. It's not as complex as COVID-19 or all this other stuff that we make so complicated. It is as simple of the fact that we have turned our nation on the one who we consecrated the nation on, and that is Jesus Christ. Why don't we all get up tomorrow morning at a certain designated time, whether it's Eastern, Central, Pacific, Mountain, whatever, but we all, we all, you know, orchestrate a time and we all pray and repent to Jesus Christ. I guarantee you that you'll see some cleanup and some real unity and real equality go on in this country. Not the fabricated makeup stuff by Black Lives Matter while they turn their back on their own kind in Chicago, shot and killed every day while their co-founders buy four houses. No, no, not that kind of equality. I'm talking about real equality. 
You want to see this nation live together in harmony? Everybody get up tomorrow at the same time and pray to Jesus Christ and repent. And oh, you will see it. You will be singing hand in hand down Main Street. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian. You name it. Purple, blue, black, orange, red, yellow. Tootie fruity in color. If we all would turn back to Christ. But we're not doing it. No, we're not doing it. Instead, we're destroying Jesus from our nation. You can't destroy him personally. But you're turning your back on him. And this is what you get. You get burned down cities. You get people committing suicide at alarming rates. You get an indoctrinated public school system. Basically teaching people to hate your neighbor. This is what you get when you turn your back on God in one of the only two nations in the world that established the foundational roots of a nation on God. Hmm. Spiritual War Network, America's Voice for the Voiceless. Maybe it's time we lived our lives with a little sense of urgency, don't you think? As a spiritual war expert and creationist, people often ask me about the spiritual war. We broke it down a little bit last week, and for sake of time, I'm just going to remind everyone we're all on the same battlefield. We ask two important questions every week on this show. One, whose side of the spiritual war battlefield are you on? And two, when something happens in life, personally or societally, what does it mean? Are we asking ourselves, what does it mean? I always say, watch the hawk on a breezy day. Watch the hawk on a breezy day. And get blown away yourselves with the wisdom and the love of Jesus Christ, Lord, King, Savior, mounting his horse, ready to return and clean up this godless nation for once and for all, along with the rest of the world. Amen and hallelujah to that glorious day, which is going to happen any moment. It's 1159, folks. Time is short. Unless we turn back to God. Two quick news bites. Front and center, Derek Chauvin trial. This is easy. This will take a minute or two. Glad he was found guilty, but I'm not glad he was found guilty in second-degree murder. That was all the... Um, he didn't commit second-degree murder. What Derek Chauvin did was wrong. It was a unlawful act of police work. It was brutality. It was abuse of power, and he should be punished. He should be sent to prison. Third degree or manslaughter at best. The second degree came from the fact Congresswoman Maxine Waters decided to take justice in her own hands. Boy, I we need to pray for her. The day she meets Jesus Christ at the white throne judgment ain't going to be pretty. Maxine, you better, you better get used to your freezer because it's going to be hot where you're going. You don't intimidate a jury, Maxine Waters. What you did was wrong. You won't suffer any consequences. No. You see, the devil and the Democrats get away with murder these days. They can do whatever they want. Jesus is watching. Jesus is watching. She should be arrested for tampering with a jury and locked up and put away in prison. She won't be. No, nope. you don't tamper with a jury. But see, this is where the spiritual war is. Everyone's living in fear. 
because that's one of the biggest tools in Satan's war chest. Isn't that interesting, folks? Isn't that interesting? We talked about that several weeks back as we're now on podcast eight of this young, young game-changing podcast called the Spiritual War Network. Yeah, fear. Fear then leads to lawlessness. That's happening in our country. Lawlessness relates to then all that's going on with injustice. So you got injustice, fear, and lawlessness. Hmm. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Who is in bed with lawlessness, fear, and injustice? It's not Jesus. That means it must be the other side of the spiritual war. That would be the devil, folks. That's what's happening. And we're just letting it happen. You see, racism's been around, folks, since the beginning of the ages. It's not about the color of skin always, which is what the mainstream press and Hollywood and public education all try to make it be all about the color of someone's skin. No, racism, that was back in the Garden of Eden. Remember the serpent in the tree? The devil's a racist. He's the biggest racist of them all. He didn't like Eve because she was a woman of God. Hmm. Spiritual War Network, America's voice for the voiceless. Another news uh, bite to talk about. So see how easy that was with the Chauvin one? We put that one to bed. Um, how about Biden's border crisis? Apparently he's supposed to be our president. Of course, I don't acknowledge him as our president, but... Then that means we have this Kamala Harris who's acting in a movie near you as allegedly the vice president of the United States, uh, even though she was not lawfully elected under the Joe Biden ticket. In fact, the, the both of them got pummeled at the voting polls by Donald J. Trump, but that was stolen by Satan. Runaway train in the White House. Do you know that Kamala Harris has yet to visit the border in Texas or any part of the southern border for that matter? Folks, don't you find that disturbing? This this charming, charming, giggly little vice president won't even visit the border? Here's a quick deer in headlights moment because I promised you one last week. I'll just do a deer in headlights with Kamala Harris. And all the other Democrats ripping on the state of Florida for opening the beaches during spring break saying that they're just spreading COVID all over again. There's a war against Florida, by the way. You know why? Because it's the best state to live in in the union. They got the best governor in this country. So the war will be against them because he does things right. I'm sorry, deer in headlights, Miss Harris. See, I have wisdom from Christ. I'm going to school you right now. Not out of hatred, out of joy, and hope that you can turn your life around. You see, Miss Harris, it's the illegal... Aliens coming in over our southern border by the thousands every day that are bringing coronavirus into the country that is keeping it here. Next question, check. Let's move on. That was easy. And I'm not even making the salary of a vice president. Christ is watching, folks. Christ is watching. Okay. Legislation of hypocrisy. The single most... Get away with murder cards Satan is playing in this country right now, and it must be defeated. It must be defeated so we can live in a healthy, just, and joyous society. Clean government. Truthful leaders at all levels. 
reporters who do their jobs. So because the media don't do their jobs, I'll once again do it for them, and I'm, I won't be a hypocrite in doing it. They don't act mature and intelligent, so I'll do it as America's voice for the voiceless and number one best-selling media man and author. Knocking off the wealthy, renowned, pop culture, iconic authors writing about nonsense like social justice. Christ is good. Christ is sovereign. In our first week of our four-part series of hypocrisy, we defined what hypocrisy is. And if you look it up in the Bible, Lucifer owns it. Spiritual war, folks. The second week, we underscored the dangers of living in a land run by a bunch of hypocrites. I'm going to go back to Luke 12, 56. We've got two big verses from Luke this week. Luke 12, 56. Hypocrites starts out. You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. How is it that you don't know how to interpret this present time? End quote. Folks, I want you to read that verse. And if you can tell me that that doesn't summarize what we're going through right now, then we need to have a serious conversation. So last week, we outlined the details of the hypocrisy bill, the offenders being the members of the press and politicians who were elected to serve on our tax dollars. We outlined all the different offenses, first offense, second offense, third offense, dealing with fines and the penalties. Uh, and by the way, I don't have time this week to go through all of that again because we've got to hand out some indictments here in a minute. But I'm going to have all of those offenses posted on the website, mytrueday.com, very soon, I promise. I promise to have all of this posted to mytrueday.com very soon. Uh, one thing I did not mention last week, that's why we're getting into the indictment pieces, uh, all arrested parties who are three strikes and you're out from being hypocrites as major influencers in our country, again, those being members of the press and elected officials, will also serve one year of prison so they can sit and think twice about working for Satan. Maybe that'll help them with all that lonely time. Where does the money go? We talked about that last week with all the fines. Boy, that's there's a four-tier system to that, and I just smile because it's going to strengthen uh, the homeless, going to strengthen our people who work for God, and a few other big issues in society. Again, all that to be posted on the website. But right now, I want to get to part four, our final conversation with the most important piece of legislation you will ever see in this country called the Hypocrisy Bill. So at 6 a.m. in a rich neighborhood, all quiet until the U.S. military moves in and busts Nancy Pelosi. I got five examples. Nancy's our first. Oh, one of the most flaming hypocrites you'll ever meet. She's drinking coffee out of her $20 mug at her kitchen table, and she is arrested at 6 a.m. by the U.S. military. The heck with the FBI. They're corrupt. The military. Uh, they bust her at her mansion, and her big act of hypocrisy, of course, is her gripe sessions and resistance to a wall on the southern border while she lives in a mansion surrounded by walls. Uh, of course, her big visit to the salon in San Francisco last year without wearing a mask after saying everybody needs to wear a mask. Sorry, Nancy, you're busted. You're going to handcuffs and you're going to prison for one year. So you can think about what you're doing to this country. Number two, Pete Buttigieg, our current U.S. Secretary of Transportation. 
Yeah, he's going to get indicted and arrested by the U.S. military. He's earning a handsome salary with my tax dollars. Uh, he has repeatedly gone to war against gas-guzzling SUVs in an effort to rid them from the market. Yet, he was caught while he was, of course, reading his own press clippings on how he was the first openly gay U.S. Secretary of Transportation, doing a little chest thumping there, aren't you, Pete? On his front porch when he was enjoying a glass of orange juice at 6 a.m., the military came to arrest him because Buttigieg just visited a charging, an electric charging station for electric vehicles on Earth Day last week. This was in Washington, D.C., and he arrived at the celebration of Earth Day and electric vehicles, yes, in an SUV. Al Gore and John Kerry uh, have done this repeatedly, too, where they've gone around talking about climate change and arriving in the highest gas-consumption private jets, gas-consuming private jets ever made. Yeah. Yeah. John Kerry and Al Gore. Hip, hip hypocrisy. Boosted. Number three, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmore, the queen of hypocrisy, who's been informing the residents of her state not to travel to Florida. We all know why. We talked about that earlier. But then she traveled there herself in late March on a personal trip. Busted in the governor's mansion in East Lansing at 6 a.m. by the U.S. military while she reflected back in her living room on how her state fraudulently turned so many votes back to Joe Biden last uh, November on election night after kicking out poll workers in Detroit. Now she's in handcuffs. Hip, hip, hypocrisy. Multiple infractions of hypocrisy. How about Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison? A busted... Accusing Donald Trump of sexually assaulting women while Ellison himself has been accused of sexual assault and domestic abuse allegations. You hear that, Governor Cuomo? I, I couldn't resist. What a demon that guy is. You're next. Anyway, um, Ellison arrested in the early morning hours by the U.S. military while he was drafting his next remarks to destroy Christianity in America while his own state of Minnesota reels in the deeper, deeper, deeper darkness. Hmm. And how about Representative Jamie Raskin, a Democrat from Maryland? Uh, do I even need to say Democrat? He did not wear a mask recently in the House of Representatives while speaking on a bill, and he violated the House rules set by, yes, Nancy Pelosi. Raskin's coronavirus rule-breaking behavior is the latest in a long line of hypocritical actions by Democrat lawmakers. California Governor Gavin Newsom attended a birthday party last November that violated his government's own guidelines, limiting the number of people who can attend a social gathering. Lesser-known Chinese coronavirus pandemic hypocrisies from Democrat politicians are numerous. For instance, Denver's mayor flew to Mississippi to spend Thanksgiving with his family after urging others to stay home. The governor of Rhode Island was photographed at an indoor wine event as her state had the nation's highest, second-highest uh, pandemic, coronavirus, China virus, whatever you want to call it, rate at the time. 
Sorry I had to speed through those. There's just so many. That just scratches the surface, folks. Spiritual War Network, America's Voice for the Voiceless. Hypocrisy, ladies and gentlemen. How can a nation running rampant in hypocrisy survive? The answer is it cannot. Whose side of the spiritual war is the hypocrisy on? I did all the research here. You can answer that question without having to do any research at all. We need it. Boy, do we need prayer. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Lord, I pray for all of those involved in acts of hypocrisy, especially in positions of power, like the five we just rattled off, the five plus, I should say, these elected officials and these members of the press. Lord, may your light break through and shine on them just for a moment so they can change their evil ways. Stop wrecking this country. Lord, may you show them grace and mercy. And more, can you show them, or please show them the truth? Because they can take your truth and they can change their lives. They're living selfish. They want the power. But you know what, Lord? You are the power. You are the glory. You are the one. You are the common denominator that we can all turn to. Maxine Waters, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, same with you. You don't have to be this way. Lord, please uphold my listeners and give them the strength and the boldness to walk side by side with you in the name of holiness and in the name of faith. For it is faith that will beat fear every time. In Jesus, your precious name, amen. Join me next week on the Spiritual War Network, folks, when we dive into how America is destroying itself from within. The landscape of the enemy is now in our driveway, not overseas, so to speak. Until then, find Christ, find his arms, and be joyful. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. This has been the Spiritual War Network with Christopher Jossart. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe whenever you listen. Join the right side of Spiritual War for the soul of America and help Chris fight the enemy and his hate-filled army. For more updates, visit MyTrueDay.com.